Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you. Welcome back to the ATS Network training. Uh, happy to see all of you still uh, praying for all of those affected by Hurricane Dorian. Glad to see the Sorrentinos are safely back. Uh, glad to see all of you uh, on as well. And welcome to today's sales training. We are still in the topic that Antonio has created for us. It's still a part of selling your brand, converting customers, and selling yourself as a big deal. And the scenario Antonio came up with was selling toilet paper to Inuit people who live in igloos. So we're going to review over what we did in week two. Those who practice persistence win. I don't know if you saw Deanna and myself go live one day, but we talked about being persistent and 10xing your goals. Those who practice persistence win. And then the big the big deal that we talked about there was we underestimate how much it costs for our for our ideas to catch on. I remember that day because Ms. Pam Norris told us that she's been in business for 14 years, and she told us how much money she has spent. For her business, and I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't two dollars. Okay, it had it, it had a comma in it with a lot of zeros. Okay, I was like six figures. So we do underestimate how much money it costs for our idea to catch on. It costs money to make sure that people know to buy from you. We can't just assume that because we have so many friends on Facebook, all of our friends are gonna buy from us. That's not the case. It costs money to make sure that people buy from you. And the main thing is it doesn't have to be your money that you spend. The money can be simulated, but it will cost a lot of money. You do need to understand it will cost a lot of money. But the good thing is it doesn't have to be your money. It can be simulated. Until you make a large profit, you haven't spent enough. Until you spend make a, make a large profit, I'm sorry, you have not spent enough. You should have a paper trail of your greatness on the Internet. Antonio says it all the time. Content, content, content. Get it out there. Get it out there because the main, the main problem is obscurity. People don't know who you are. In order to get people to know who you are, you want to put out massive amounts of content and leave that paper trail of greatness. Content is money. Okay? Content is money. You can simulate money by using other people's content. If you notice, I use Antonio's content more than I use my own. I ride his energy wave. Okay? Content is money. And you don't always have to use your content. You can use other's content. I've seen uh, your pay I've seen your pages and I've seen that you all use other people's content as well. If you've seen a video that you like that someone did, oh man, that was very inspirational. Let me share that to my page that's using other people's content. That's money. There's absolutely no problem with that. Tap into other people's resources. You always want to do that. Okay? Antonio tells us that, that all the time. Hey, take my stuff and steal it. He has no problem with that. I have no problem stealing it. I told him two days ago, I saw a post that he did. I said, I, sir, I stole this from you. Thank you. Thank you so much. He said, you're very welcome. All things must give before you get. Okay, I'm going to repeat 
the content section, you you should have a paper trail of your greatness on the internet because content is money. You want to put out content, content, content. Put out massive amounts of content. And you can simulate money by using other people's content. Tap into other people's resources, use their content, ride their energy, and use it to your advantage. All right. Okay. Mr. Smith Jr. has the floor. Grace or Dion. The Grace or Dion. Something. Where Where was I last night? You had an, a radio interview on Real Talk 100 Radio down here. It will up there in Houston, Texas. All right, Deanna, since she went first, Grace, you're now second. The host said a few things, like Real Radio, the host said a few things about my content. Could you express those? He talked about how he loves he loves Antonio's podcast and how he keeps he just keeps feeding himself with the podcast and also he has friends that he knows that and he told he said I told him you need to get on Antonio's podcast and start listening to the content and start listening to it because I just eat this stuff up I love his content so I'm that's what I've been because I love knowledge and I love what you're saying so I just continue to listen to gain knowledge. All right, so I'm going to repeat a few things. I am not talking about me, so you should pay attention because I'm not talking about me. I'm using me as a reference for you. First thing Deanna said was what, Grace? That you went, you had a radio interview for Real Talk 100 Radio in Houston, Texas. Outstanding. The first thing you should be catching or writing down is no matter what the event is, I am documenting that event on the event. I need y'all to get me. Okay. Looks like Jerome got that. I am making all things content. Doesn't matter. You invite me to a funeral. I'm going to figure out a way to make that content. Because I obviously can't record you in the casket. That would be inappropriate. I'm going to record on the way to the funeral. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now, while that is a emotionally charged example, the point should be all things are content. Everybody follow me? Deanna Grace said second when I asked what did the host say about my content, what can you repeat about what Grace said? Another thing the gentleman kept saying was, because he actually signed up for one of your programs, and he kept saying how he's going to go back and watch it because there's so much information. And he was like, if nobody wants, um, if you want it quick, pay for it. But if you want to take your time, just go through it, you know, slowly and do what you need to do, he said. But whoever doesn't want it, that's okay because I'll take it. Like he would, he, he kept talking about your content. And how much, and he said, like, he, one of the things he said about the podcast, he said is he just been flowing through it like water. 
That's how much he's been. Yeah, he literally finished the whole podcast. He was just just going through it. Then he just kept saying how much your content is helping him. How he he said how he's he's literally a fan. <laughs> like he literally he is a fan for real. Like he was so excited to have you there, and he just kept talking about your content and how amazing it was, and how he's following every step of the, of your content because he has goals. And your confidence getting him there. All right, this guy did not. When we do that event with the kids talking, that was last month. Last, all right, then. fantastic. So, Deanna, would you please tell them how long how long has this guy known me? He's only known you a month. Grace, he mentioned something about recommending the podcast to his brother and sister and other family members. Okay, do you remember that? Yes, he was telling to get on the. That's what he was uh, telling his family members. You need to get on this podcast and pay attention to what he's saying because he is really giving the knowledge that you need. All right, let me let me let me rewind, press play a few times. I am not talking about me. One receiving, well, you ain't gotta receive it, but are you receiving that I'm saying it? But I'm not talking about me. Now, what you do with that is up to you. But I'm not talking about me. I'm using me as a reference for you. Everyone receiving that I'm saying that. I could be full of crap, but as you receiving that those words are coming out of my mouth. Yes? Okay. Now, let's rewind a little bit because this is very important. Deanna said first that I went to a radio station in Houston, had to be on a radio station, and I took that radio station and recorded my own radio station on that radio station. Okay? This, this is, even if you type this note, type it again. Okay, even if you type it, I need you to type, I took someone else's event and made it my event for my audience. You need to write that down because some of you some of you keep going, I don't have any content. But you keep doing stuff for other people. And if you document, you do have content. Some of you just evacuated for the hurricane. All of that should have been documented. It should have. You have a fan base that wants to see that side of you. Okay? Now, I'm not talking about you getting in the shower, but I'm talking about all the positive stuff you said while you were evacuated. You do know the best of you came out in the worst of situations. Okay, now, then I went to Grace. Grace said, do you remember what you said? You, oh, you said that the guy was recommending to the pod, to other people the podcast. Okay, this, they're talking about secrets of success. Four, at least, brother, sister, and somebody else, so we, at least three people. One person went to three people. That's one plus three. That's four. Then I went to the opposite. You should write that down. One person gave three referrals. 
I'm so going somewhere with, with this. Because mm-hmm. before y'all go, before we go to the fifth week of actually building the annual business, we are going to build each week on top of what we built for the Inuit people, we're building for you. Like, that's the whole point of this, okay? This might be a 90-part series, but it would be the best thing that ever happened to your business, okay? After that, I had Deanna ask, let me answer, how long has the guy known me? And Deanna, you said? One month, about. I met him, write this down, at another event, that I also use to document and make that event my event. Y'all got me? And these aren't short videos. I mean, this, both events last, well, that event yesterday was lasted two hours. The other event lasted every bit of four to six hours. And it was my event. Deanna or Grace, do I have a moment in which I say, cut the camera off? Never. Do I want you to stop the main event and as people are saying, oh, my God, thank you, good job, et cetera, et cetera. Finding simple and effective ways to keep employees engaged and customers happy is always top of mind for business owners and managers. And that is especially challenging when face-to-face interaction is limited. See, you trust Uber as a way to request rides and order meals from restaurants you love, but did you know about Uber's platform designed specifically for businesses? Over 160,000 companies use Uber Business to improve customer and employee satisfaction. If you want to make your customers love your business even more, offer them a voucher for a free meal or ride when they make their first purchase or spend a certain amount of money. Any company can sign up for free and immediately start delivering extra value to the people who matter most to their business. Your business has total control over who gets them, when they expire, and what portion of the rider meal you want to cover. Vouchers are shared via email or text and can be redeemed with a single tap. And best of all, you only pay for rides they take or meals they order. Right now, Uber for Business is offering companies a $50 voucher credit when you spend your first $200 with vouchers. Go to uber.com slash B2B pod to learn more. That's uber.com slash B2B pod for a $50 voucher credit. Uber.com slash B2B pod. Terms and conditions apply. Do I want you to stay away and cut the camera off, or what? you want us to get closer and get all of that, get all of that feedback? What do you mean by all of that and all of that feedback? Well, after the event is over, we don't cut the camera off. We go around and film you talking to the people that were there, you know, and all the time <laughs> they come up to you and say how they love what you were speaking about how they love what you were doing, what you were saying, and what, you know, what you're doing for people who really want to win and dominate in their field. And if you're paying attention, you will see famous people or powerful people, radio people, exchanging of the contacts, 
And what you'll do if you're paying attention, you'll learn how to extend your network or extend your contact because I'm on the spot and I have no choice but to network and extend my resources. If you've ever asked yourself the question, well, how can I gather a network of major radio stations for my company? If you watch my content, I'm doing it live after I did whatever I did live. I'm going to repeat for a second. I am not talking about me. I am talking about you. I'm using you, me as a reference for you. Okay, it all makes sense once I connect a few dots. I told Grace she was ready to move on to the third week. I said, wait a minute. I remember putting in my memory file. That's a long story. But I remember putting in my memory file that I need to go back to week two because we only talked. I don't know if y'all remember. Now, by week two, or we actually mean week seven, but I'm talking about week two of the annual building because we did all the profit first, the set up this bank account, this bank account, that bank account, right? That's what we did. And while that was fantastic, I wanted to come back to content because I'm going to, every chance I get, I'm going to always come back to content because it just needs to be something that's drilled, and I'll explain here in a little bit. I didn't know this guy 30 days ago. According to him, in 30 days, he's listened to five seasons of my podcast, and these are not one-minute episodes. <laughs> Five seasons. Diana right. oh. or Grace? Actually, let me see. Pam Norris. This is this would be. I'll be quite impressed with your uh, absorbing yeah material. I have something that I don't want to say I made it up, but something that I have established in the culture of ATSness that we should be simulating a blank blank blank. Okay, I'm gonna give you some let me see. We should be simulating a blank blank date. Oh uh, yeah um yeah, you're dating. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, all right, good, good, no, good, 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 good. That wasn't that wasn't much to work with. Good job. That yes. was, now, how many hours should we be simulating? Eight hours. Um, there it? you go. Come eight on, eight y'all. That's good. That's good. That's good. That was hard. All the time. Be, yes. All. Yeah, it's all... hard at four fifteen in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely hard at four fifteen in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So not only is she right but it means she has it and it, i picked her on purpose because pam norris is producing content she's dropping it out there right you, you only do what you understand if you get it but not doing it you just memorize that it's just something you have memorized but if you're doing it if you're doing what you have memorized, you understand that. People only move forward when they have a clear understanding, well, excuse me, especially you folks that have the knowledge gaps and you can't move forward without a knowledge gap until you understand that you can't move forward. Nothing wrong with that. That's just, that's just your nature, right? Something you have to override in some cases, 
but it is quite commendable and respectable. So it's not that's not a hit against you. Go ahead, Pam Norris. Yeah, what you're saying, I'm I'm learning from you, Antonio, all the time. Uh, this past weekend, we were invited to the Maui Humane Society fur baby disco ball, and it was one of the few uh, social things we've gotten out to. But when we came back, we took pictures, we put it out on Ice Buddy's page because, and then we I put saw that, too. that Ice Buddy is made for pets. And we, so we were able to tie in the fact that we, here we were working, we went to this fundraiser for the Humane Society, but as a corporation, this was so appropriate um, for us. And so, but we would not have otherwise done that. We would have looked at, that was like our social thing, but we're learning from you that we, we are the image of the company and we are always right. networking. So I want to thank you because that was our first attempt to really do what you've been driving into us for um, you know, documenting. I'm glad, glad you said that. Does anyone, one of y'all have Tanya Griffin's number? I, I need you to call her for me and tell her that I am I want to call her on three-way for this for training that I'm doing. Because I just did something yesterday. Go ahead. Also, I saw uh, Miss Pam, she sent me in my messenger uh, man, it was fantastic talking about the network and how people can come in and uh, build their businesses to a million-dollar business, billion-dollar business, and also those who want to earn extra income for their business. And she she broke it down and told them, "Hey, you can do this, you can do this, and you don't you you don't even have to call the people." <laughs> I mean, she was just good, you know. Yeah, she was good. It was it was really fantastic. Yeah. Let's get that message. Let's get that message. Put that in the chat. Let's get that. That's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. That is, you may have just solved some nervousness for a lot of people, Pam Norris. That's absolutely fantastic. Good for you. So let's let's put that out in the chat and, and let people work out in their own way. Okay, outstanding. Is she? All right. Let me tell her after the call. On actually, see if you can merge her on three way on on. On the, well, no, no, no. I'll call it because it'll be, I will have to be back and forth. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now, hold on. Let, let, let me call this real quick and just deal with the awkward silence because this is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so while boss man is making the phone call, we're going to interrupt yeah. the awkward silence. All right, Tanya, can you hear me? Yes. Can y'all hear her? All right, hold on. You don't have to say nothing real quick. You don't have to say nothing real quick, Tanya, but be on standby for me because this is important. I okay. have you, you, Tanya is actually. She's one of my clients. She has the most successful nonprofit in what you would call Lamar, Texas, but probably even Galveston County. I'm on the board of her nonprofits. She is highly successful, but but she's also in the back. She's also in one of the paying customers of the of the business university. Just now on a live call. Okay, so she's been through. Pretty much the whole freshman level comes from the K, et cetera. 
Tanya, these are the people you see online. You never really talked to them before, but these are those people in those Hollywood squares when you be looking at those videos. Okay. Now, okay. Now, what we're talking about right now is content. I want everybody to pay attention because I just had a conversation similar with Tanya, but it didn't dawn on me to Pam Norris to say what she said. But, again, I need all of y'all to rewind, press play. Recognize, number one, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you. I'm using me as a reference. I need you to receive that because some of you, it's going to be hard for you to receive if you think I'm talking about me. That's number one. Number two, I turn everyone's events to my event, not with showboating and arrogance, by bringing a camera crew for my audience. I don't need to upstage anyone. When I come to your event, since I brought my audience with me, it's my event too. I really need you to receive. I really, 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 since I have come to your event, since I brought my audience, it's my event too. I just use your money. Okay, all right. I receive. There you go. <laughs> Tanya says she received. This is something yes. I need. This, I just had this conversation with her, right? I need yes. all of y'all to receive it like Tyrus received. Yes, I need yes. you to get that. And I just used your money. Thank you very much, Jerome, for spending ten thousand dollars for this event. I've brought my audience. We will be we will be riding your energy today. I need y'all to receive this. Okay. Because the point of this was to have a paper trail on the internet for all right. Now I went to a radio station last night, and this is real this this they were on the third floor of a downtown Houston building that was what twelve stories. You know how much rent that is. In a few months, I moved to a big place, and they have paid for radio. And they had all the screen equipment up and banners. You understand? They had a, a they had a Democratic president candidate there the week before. Before that, they spending money. You understand? Hey, Tanya, do me a favor. Meet your background real quick. Okay, I'm sorry. Right? No, you get they spending money, and I'm not spending that. But when I got to the event, I was riding their money. It, 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 it's, it's the equivalent of a great no, let, let, let's do something that actually happened in real time it is the equivalent of Run DMC getting with who that was outside of hip hop that pretty much changed Aerosmith okay it pretty much changed <laughs> Yes, it put it put hip hop on the map, okay, and but it also made Aerosmith relevant again, mm-hmm. right? It was a perfect blend of two. That's what a space is like. You featuring, okay? Now, the guy only known me for thirty days, but he met me at another event that I turned into my event, okay? And in thirty days, he consumed five seasons. Of my podcast And what he's done Is recommended it to three other people He's six figures 
Yeah, yeah, I need y'all to pay attention to this. This he this is a six figure almost middle aged white man telling his white family about this almost middle aged black man's content. Because when you drop in content, the market doesn't care. Like the market doesn't care if you're sixty five. Is y'all receiving me? It doesn't matter if you're young, old. The market rewards excellence, and it doesn't care if they say you're too this, too that, too whatever. Because the market will recommend people. There are people who follow me that wave Confederate flags, are proud of their heritage, and don't even like black people but love me. You understand? Now, I'm not saying they hate black people. I'm saying they don't even just interact with them. They have no opportunity to. None of their neighborhoods are that way. You get it? It's no different than some black people I know who would never meet white people because their corner store doesn't have them, the neighborhoods don't have them, their church don't have them. You understand? Like, they have to actually go out of their normal routine to meet someone outside their race. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm trying to tell you is the market rewards excellence. It doesn't care about what we normally care about. Here's a few things that he said, and I'm going to bring in Tanya Griffin while I brought her here. A few things he said was, not only did I go through all your content, not only did I share it, I've been enrolling in your programs, and I can't wait to watch those. I said, well, do you have any questions? Until I finish every last one of your courses. I don't have a single question. I want to be able to ask intelligent questions, and I quote, because I want to be one of those millionaires. He's already talking like y'all. He's known me for 30 days. But it wasn't me. It was my content. This is what I'm trying to get y'all to see. It was I didn't come to this guy and say, hey, man, I really appreciate you. I hope you like me. As a matter of fact, let's spend some time. Let's, let's spend eight hours together and get to know each other. I did not do that. My content dated him over and over. He said, man, I listen to you on the way to work. I love the podcast because all I got to do is just put it in my car and listen. Now I'm walking my dog listening to you. Pay attention. I ain't know the man had a dog. But apparently digital me is friends with his dog, friends with his walking route, friends with him, and drinks coffee with him every morning. I take a shower with him. This digital me has a very intimate relationship with Josh Micah is his name. Okay? Y'all get what I'm saying? Cool. Now, I told Tanya, this is where you come in, Tanya. Yesterday, me and Tanya was on the phone. She's fantastic. I'll mute your mic, Tanya. You there? 
shoot her a text and tell her I said I'm you the mic. You probably caught it in the meeting. Now, Pam Norris brought up something. Tanya has a very successful nonprofit, okay? Very successful nonprofit. And then, boom, now she's got to step her game up because something is happening. But I'll let her explain it. Until she gets here, all of you need to understand that your content is far more valuable than you have perceived. Because just like Pam Norris, he went all the way back to episode one. He said, I subscribe to YouTube. I followed you on TikTok. I'm telling you what this man said, right? I have followed you everywhere, and I can't wait to consume your content. Five hours of, I mean, five seasons of such and such is, let me say, just just call it until I say it. Five hours, I mean, five seasons of my podcast is over 200 hours of dating. I might as well be his college roommate. You understand what I'm saying? And I might as well be his college roommate because we're that close at this point. Actually, I think she hung up. Now, Grace, do me a favor. Give some more details real quick while I call her. All right. Again, you want to remember that those who practice persistence win. If you notice, uh, Antonio persistently puts out content. He continues constantly and constantly to put out content every day. He just put out some funny content this morning with <laughs> a funny video with with uh, he and myself. He said, I, I need to do, I, yeah, I, I want to put something out funny. And I said, okay. He said, give me an idea. I said, okay, come here. You got to go look at it, okay? You get, he, he posted it everywhere. So I'm pretty sure it'll be on Facebook somewhere. Oh, almost everywhere. I apologize. I apologize. Almost everywhere. And um, he just, you know, he knows, hey, I need to put out content every day. And that will not, you already, all of you already know that it will not be the only content that he posts today. That was probably not the first piece of content that was posted on this day. So you want to consistently and persistently put out content because those who practice persistence win. Again, I was telling you, Deanna and I did a live video about, I think, two or three days ago, someday, sometime last week, talking about persistence and 10 in your business and your life. So you want to make sure that you are constantly persistent with this content. I don't want to move off the content um, because that's, that's what we're focusing on so that you can grow your business so people can get to know you so that we can get out of obscurity and people can come up to you and say, man, you know what, Pam Lewis, I love Ice Buddy. I've been consuming your content every day and i love your product i love what you're doing i love that it's good for pets it's good for disasters and it's good for recreational events i can do that as well you know and so so you want to make sure you do that content is money content is money so you want to make sure that you have that paper trail of greatness on the internet just want to reiterate that is it's common sense but we really don't think about it you all, we all do events all the time, but we never think to record them. 
or go live because those are that's those are your events as well. Even if you didn't put it on, you're there. Antonio made a key point. Since I brought my audience with me, that is now my event as well. Make sure you document. Don't create. We always talk about, well, I have nothing to, I have no content to put out there. No, don't create it. Yes, you do. Document your life. Document what it is that you do in your business every day. Hey, Grace. Uh, yes, sir. One of the things that I'm thinking about is we're going through today is uh, the, the, when Antonio talks about the VRIN, you know, about um, whether to put it on, to put it on or not. You know, if it doesn't if, be an eight or above, don't put it on. I thought about that uh, in, the, in the sense of people going back. He's talking about this individual last night who, who met him 30 days ago, but went back and looked at everything that Antonio has out there. And we need to, and we need not to miss that because right now, as some of us are in obscurity, I'm one of those people right now, I'm in obscurity, but I won't remain in obscurity. As I'm putting out content, I need to be mindful. Does it meet that friend definition? Because when I have followers, they're going to do the same thing to me that they're doing to Antonio because of the content. If you get their attention, then they're going to want more. And they're going to want more. And, and they, they only have what you just gave them. And they're going to crave more. So if you've got good stuff out there, then they're going to go back and get that good stuff. And just like he said, he's inviting his family, inviting his friends. He brought him on his radio show and said, hey, y'all need to hear this guy. This isn't just anybody. He's somebody special. And bam. And then next thing you know, things can blow up. So I just thought about that in reference to don't just throw stuff out there. Make sure it does have value. Not just content, but has value. Because who knows what's going on. So I just wanted to mention that. That's 100% facts. You know, don't put out crap content, right? Don't put out crap, crap uh, value. Crap products. Now that doesn't mean quality. That doesn't mean if your lighting is low, that's not crap content. All right. That's we're not talking about. No one expects you to be Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you feel me? Don't don't confuse what it looks like. Nor is your beard not being trimmed. Crap content. You understand? Don't confuse your standard with the value of your content. Those are two totally different things. All right? Your self-esteem is trapped up in your edges being laid, eyebrows being arched, or beard being dyed. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to say everything except come to me, right? Your wig on, right? Is this my Sunday wig? Am I shaved? No, that's not. Now, if you're talking about a fashion show, then you need to shave up or, you know, get a haircut. But if you're not talking about a fashion show, if your job is not to be a sex symbol, then you put out your content, okay? Don't sit up here and be grateful that Martin Luther King marched for to be judged by the content of your character and then turn around and don't want the content of your quality to be judged because you want to make sure the wig is on straight. That's right. You're contradicting yourself. Crap content has nothing to do with your appearance. Okay. Now, if your appearance is offensive, then that's something different. But if your appearance is, you do know it is normal. 
to have wild hair, to not be shaved. That's normal. That's the way the body grows. What is not normal is the way my face is manicured right now. That's not normal. That's why I needed technology to do it. Do you understand? Okay. <laughs> now, Tanya, do me a favor. I'm mute your mic. I'm going to show you all something. Okay. Tanya, let's get some background information on you. You work at the University of Texas Medical Branch. Yes, in Galveston. Explain us what the University of Texas Medical Branch is because everyone is not from Galveston, nor do they understand the University of Texas has medical branches all over Texas. Undergraduate and graduate. Hold on. Okay, you're here now. Okay, never mind. They can hear you. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. No, hey, it's for they teach um, allied health, nursing, medical school, and graduate school, um, and they're also um, uh, hospitals. So that's where I work for 35 years. Okay, do me a favor, Tanya. I need you to talk better about the University of Texas Medical Branch, so <laughs> I do not have to Google it, please. It's one it of the number one, one branches of, in the whole the, world. Yeah, it is we, one of the top please? medical facilities um, in the world. I think it's, it ranks maybe five to seven the last time I heard about it. Um, I worked in the financial aid office for students. I started there back when, uh, in 1983 uh, in the same department in the financial aid office. Uh, from 1983 to the time I retired. Um, and the only unique thing about that is I love the department that I worked in, and I killed practically um, every position within my purview um, during that time. So I didn't remain in any one position um, the time that I was there. Outstanding. Now, so it's like the number five or seven medical branch in the world. So we're not talking about Antonio, Texas medical branch. Right. We're ta- right. Okay. We're talking about the University of Texas. That's in Longhorns. Right. right. They got hospitals everywhere. And yes. she worked at the one, the main one that, let's see, remember when the whole Ebola, well, it wasn't a that's what I was getting ready to bring up. There's only two places now. in Texas that can get rid of Ebola and the University of Texas Medical Branch where Tanya worked at now. is one of them now. Right. Okay. Well, it was it was one of them then as well. Yeah. Okay. A couple of years ago. Like it you, right. know, you understand what I'm saying? It's that yes. like, center of see you gotta remember NASA is twenty miles away. All right, I want you to, okay, it's a big deal. Now, Tanya worked there for 35 years, then she retired. She, you fin- she finished number two in financial aid. So there's a number one in charge, and she was the number two in charge of financial aid. Is that correct, Tanya? That's correct. I just need you on the process that she is a high performer. Yes? And Tanya, are you 33 years old? Oh, my God. No, 58. <laughs> okay, okay. She said 58. So I just, I'm, 
She's 58 my years. Just went in the stock thinking about it. <laughs> okay. She's 58. So, Tanya, is it safe to say that your six-inch heel days are mostly uh, behind you? Them, them ugly Cinderella shoes are my favorites now. All right, then. I, I'm talking to someone 58 years old, worked 35 years, and not trying to impress nobody with these heels no more. Yes? No. Does that sound like anyone else on the phone? Does that sound like anyone else on the Zoom call? All right. All right. Good. Good. Okay. So now we see we have someone. Now, Tanya, how many years was it? She runs the Cambrail Foundation. And I'm I'm asking Tanya, what was, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to share, I'm going to have you talking, Tanya, for a little bit while I have the mm-hmm. Cambrail Foundation popped up on the screen. So okay. they can see your Facebook page okay. and you're going to say something cool. Now, okay. my question to you is when did you get the vision? Please, y'all pay attention. When did you get the vision of having the Cambrail Foundation? Um, my mother passed, I think, in 2012, so it was probably three years before that. That was something her and I talked about, because um, I was always doing something in the church. Um, that's where I got basically my training with working with organizations and so forth. Um, uh, there was a lot of women in the church that believe in mentoring to the young, younger women. And that's where I got most of my training, uh, and my passion for working with the community and the children. So, uh, my mother ask me why don't you go ahead and do your own stuff because I was always working with the churches or other organizations um, helping to build everybody else up. All right. Now, Tanya, what year did you retire? In 2016, December of 2016. Pay attention. Pay attention. Because I purposely, let me, I'm going to do it, let me do it this way. Tanya, you didn't know but I had already pulled up your page, and I I had I had it set on the page transparency section where it says page mm-hmm. created. Can mm-hmm. someone, can someone, not Grace or Diana, tell me because because I'll have to mute my mic if y'all do it. Can someone read to me on the screen when was her page created? January twenty seventh, two thousand sixteen. Thank you very much. I sure appreciate it. Was that Michelle Graham? Yeah. Okay, good. I, I can't see because my screen is shared, but I recognize the voice. I'm glad I could recognize it. Now, Tanya, can you repeat for me when you retired? August of 2016. August of 2016. Okay, I got it. So she retired. She thought about it three years before, but she did. Well, Tanya, when did you start doing actual work? For the Cambria August Foundation. August of 2015. <laughs> August of 2015. And then she came to me and said, hey, I'm doing some work, and can you create some stuff for me, of course. Who, who designed your logo, Tanya? You did. Okay, right, and some other stuff. Now, I want you to look at her page. Her page has 1,457 likes. Okay, oh, that's not a lot. The town she runs her foundation is has a population of 15,000 people. It is safe to say 
she's got about 20%, a tenth of that population. <laughs> is, that, is that fair? Look how many check-ins she has. She has a tenth of the population's check-in, 1,752. Do y'all see that? Now, let's keep going. Tanya, did you know anything about nonprofits? No. Okay. Can you? Okay. So from August, someone here is wondering how the heck did you get organized? How are you number one now? And I've got some nonprofit folk on the phone. One of them just got finished talking. Okay. okay. They're, they're, they're going to ask, well, h- how did you do it? And can you give me the step by step process? Yes. I started physically working on uh, getting all of my paperwork and stuff together in August of 2015. I knew that there were four objectives that I wanted to accomplish. And I know that uh, this is a small town. Um, There's a lot of, I'm going to help you, but then you don't. Um, And so I didn't want to put myself out there having to maybe be the only one trying to get this off the ground. And so, you know, my mind was all over the place. And so I contacted Antonio. We were at, uh, we met at um, uh, Starbucks in Texas City. Um, And I came in, I had my uh, computer, I had my little book bag, I had a uh, um, a folder with a bunch of stuff in it, you know, like he was coming to the meeting, you know, just prepared with everything. And so, if anybody knows Antonio, he is uh, he listens attentively, and he's practically already decided what it is that he wants to say in less than five words. So, of course, I'm sitting there, I'm explaining to him my mission and my vision for Cambrell Foundation. And then I got to talking about the four things that I wanted to do, um, which was um, create an in-kind donation program uh, where the community could help support my organization uh, because I was starting out with just my income from work. I was still working at that time. Um, So I knew that it was financially it was going to be on me until I was able to get Camberwell Foundation out there. People knew who I was. Um, I had a proven track record. Um, There was things that people could attach me and Camberwell Foundation together in order to get support. And so I'm naming all of these things that we want to do is the in-kind donations program called Tucker's In. I have a Righteous Acts of Kindness, which is my volunteer group that goes out in the community promoting kind acts. Um, And then I have a Dream Builders program. Um, We target age groups, um, the three to five-year-olds. We focus on daycares, libraries, uh, and elementary schools. And then we target the six to uh, 12-year-olds with day camps, and then the uh, 13 to 17-year-olds, we do juniorpreneur startups. 
So that is a lot. That is a lot for um, five people to get started. And so I'm telling him all of these thoughts and ideas that I have about those programs. And uh, when I he asked me what it is that I needed to do and wanted to do, and when I was done, the, the, his very words was, all of that is good. You got, it sounds like you got everything together that's all fine and dandy, but you can't do all of that. If you had to pick two things that you needed to focus on, those are the two things you need to focus on and table the rest of them. And so I told him the thing that I wanted to start with and why, which was the Righteous Acts of Kindness group. And that uh, volunteer group uh, got me people to help support uh, my foundation. Um, that's getting people to buy into um, the mission and vision. And so what we decided to do was um, the second Saturday of every month, we host kind events, and we did that for two years. And that's really how we got the community to get involved with volunteering. Um, we got kids to get involved with volunteering um, and then Kimbrell's name started getting out there, and the people started attaching me uh, and Kimbrell to Lamarck. Um, and okay, so hold on, hold on, stop right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Stop, stop right there, because I'm, I'm going to lead into that. I'm going to lead into that. Now, Tanya here, so she's getting ready to tell you how it became successful. I want to skip that part and go to the success. Tanya, 14 hours ago, I have your page pulled up. It has an official seal of the city of Lamarck, and it seems as if you know the mayor. Can you explain to us what's going on, <laughs> and how often are you recognized by the mayor? How many I, times I have you been to, recognized? I went, the, mm-hmm. I went to the city hall meeting last night, and I didn't even know that they had prepared this presentation for me so it was I I was actually shocked I almost started crying but I pulled it together really quickly but um it's just because she had a lashes on you know she didn't want to be upset but I it's been at least four to five times they are really behind Cambrill Foundation they support all right hold on real quick hold on real quick hold on real quick she started it in 2015 in right. the eighth month, and I'm going to talk like the Bible talks now, in the eighth month, okay, she started, and she's been recognized five times by the city of Lamar, five times in four years. Okay, now, is this the only city you have been officially recognized by a mayor or the publicists of that city, or the government of that city. Wow, better phone died again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. She'll call me back in a little bit. All right. So here's what I need you to get when she calls me back. I'm mean, going to tell her she, she's, she's 58 and single, y'all. She ain't got to worry about no um, keeping her phone charged, right? <laughs> She's been recognized by the city of Texas City, which is, which is right next to, 
And then she does hurricane relief. So she's been recognized by Dickinson as well, which is where, if you remember the news coverage from Hurricane Harvey two years ago, Dickinson was underwater, not flooded. It was literally underwater. It, Houston had no anything. It was, you know, it was underwater. Now we're going to come back to her so that her phone gets some more power. That being said, all that success, and she still has a problem. You know what the problem that she's facing? The problem she's facing now is she has become the standard. I say all the time, success will reveal your failures. I say all the time. She has become the standard. She's on the radio stations, on this, this, and that. She gets checks for the government. Like she gets paid by the city of Lamar. Her cl- her number one client is the city of Lamar. I need y'all to get that. Like she has the library, the city of Lamar library, city of Lamar pub PR relationships, city of Lamar mayor, city of Lamar city hall. They all come to her because, anyway, I don't want to say too much on the recorded line, right? Now, she has so much city government clients, she really doesn't have personal clients. There's no need. She, the, the ISD is now reaching out to her. They want her program in the, oh, yeah, they want her program in the, so Hitchcock ISD, which plus it's like a tri-city area, is Gal. Excuse me, it's uh, Lamarck, Texas City, and Hitchcock. They all sit in like a tri-city area, and all of them are using her program that she made up in their schools. And she she likes the kids, and I, and I don't mean teenagers, the kids. You know, the kids that don't. Yeah, my well, yeah, or even younger than my boys' age, but she likes my boys' age too. You know, the kids that don't, they ain't old enough to talk back yet. You know, the kids that are still cute and obedient, those kids, you know, those, those kids there. Now, her issue is she has become the standard, and Jerome, guess what happened? People are following her moves. They're trying to be like Ice Buddy. And now they going after the mayor, city council. No problem. Abundance is meant to be shared. And then she asked, well, what should I do next to separate myself from them? Pause. We'll answer that question when our phone comes back. But who now has the separation problem in your business right now? If you need to separate your business from blank, whatever that may be, raise your hand. Make yourself known in chat. Michelle Graham said me. I explain don't need to separate. Jerome don't need to separate. No, you don't need to separate yourself from other authors. Okay. Okay, good. It should be every last one of y'all. It should be every one of you. If you're not getting a thousand customers a day or a hundred customers, like whatever it is that you desire, you need to be separated. 
It's the truth. You you do know money is being spent in massive volumes next to your business every day. My phone will keep dying. I have no juice. Just tell her to keep calling. Just tell her, tell her to charge it up for, oh, there she is. Hold on. And then accept. He's bringing okay. Sonia back in. Sonia? Yes. All right. I know, I know it's going to keep dying. Are you, like, not, you can't charge it? It's charging. It's on one percent. God bless you, child. I, I don't know what's going on, but it's no, no, I, that's gone. okay. Listen, go to settings and go to low battery mode. Okay, yeah, go to low battery mode. Okay. She's a fifty-eight year old with iPhone, y'all. Okay. All right. Now, did you put it on low battery mode? I did. Turn off your Wi-Fi. Turn off your Bluetooth. Okay. It's off. All right. Got to save enough battery to where it shouldn't die. We'll see how smart I am. I almost want you to kill all your apps, too, but I'm afraid you'll kill the phone call. So I'm just going <laughs> to take the chance. I'm just going to take the chance. Uh, that well, how, the same well how about I just killed all the apps while we're on the phone? Well, yeah, but just don't kill. So the phone call is an app, too. So make sure you don't kill that one. I did. All right. We good. All right. Dexterity is what that is. Hand-eye coordination. Skillful with the hand is what dexterity means. All right. Let us tell you what I was explaining to them as your phone died. Well, besides the fact that I said you're 58 and single and you ain't got to worry about keeping no phone charged. Besides that, the next thing I had said was you have a problem now. You have become the standard. And everybody wants to be. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Tell us the problem of separation you're having right now, and then then we'll, we'll talk. Problem with what? Of separation, like what's your problem that you're having right now? Because you're successful. I'm, what I'm attempting to do here, y'all, is show you that not successful, very successful, recognized by the government, United States government or your city's government, you're still going to have the problem of separation. Yes. Obscurity. You get it? She's not obscure. Yes. But at some point, folks was looking at her going, I want that spot. And they got too close for her comfort. Okay? All right. Go ahead, Tanya. Explain to us what kind of separation problems you're having right now. Well, it, it seems like um, prior to me starting doing a lot of the things that I'm doing, which wasn't, of course, Antonio, he just look at the market, see what everybody's doing, and do the opposite, which is what I'm doing. And so now, because I know this is a small town, uh, you know, we see some of the same people all the time. So um, I have to cater to the community because we are an organization. And so my goal was to connect 
to as many organizations and daycares and businesses and the city as I can to further get um, Camperell Foundation out there. And so now what is happening is people are watching. I mean, it's, it's like they're sitting and waiting for me to do something, and then all of a sudden there's day camps all over the world now. Yeah, and, and it's not, I mean, and I hadn't seen it prior to that. So everybody in Galveston County is hosting day camps now. Yeah, okay, I'm glad you said that. Tanya, one of Tanya's greatest things that she does is she does these day camps. Well, explain to us your day camps real quick. Let me not do that. So we, we have, like I said, we have a Dream Builders program, and our goal is to uh, inspire. Then we promote reading literacy for the three to five year olds. We teach kindness for the six to twelve year olds, um, and we have the um, thirteen to seventeen, which we are teaching to become juniorpreneurs. So our day campers catered to those three age groups. And we connect uh, with the uh, organizations that cater to those age groups. So I was having a hard time getting people to come to the day camp that I hosted. It was the same people, the same kids all the time. So to me, I didn't feel like I was making the impact that I needed to do. So I stop that and I have been very successful um, in getting people to call me instead of me having to reach out to people to get us to come and host day camp. We've partnered with uh, Abundant Life Christian Center. Um, All right, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. You're, talk, you're talking like everybody's from the mark. <laughs> Abundant Life Christian Center is the Lakewood Church of, it's, it's a mega church sitting in Lamarck. Let's see, Lamarck yes. has seven, 15,000 people. Abundant Life Christian Center has 30,000 members or something like that. Okay? Mm. I need you to get the membership of Abundant Life is greater than the population of the city they're in. Alright, so let's put some context on that. So she didn't just, right. to get to a church bigger an abundant life Christian Center, you would have to go to Lakewood. Uh, I just that's just call it out real quick, okay? Good. Now keep going. Right, and so uh, what? Oh, my bad, my bad. You got to re- re- repeat yourself, Tanya. I-, I muted my mic, and I forget if okay. I mute my mic, you can't be heard. Go ahead. Okay, so what I said was um, that opened the doors for other um, uh, other organizations. Chick-fil-A called us out to host events at their facilities. Uh, we connected with United Way, Galveston County, Mainland, and our biggest event was for the uh, independent school district here, and we came out and hosted um, a kindness event for I, it was 323 kids, and so uh, we we provided uh, activities for them to do. And so every since then, people are e- instead of me reaching out to anybody, people are emailing us 
and asking us to come and participate with their day camp. Phone died. Hello? No, 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 no. It, it didn't die. It didn't okay. die. Okay. Can y'all see that her foundation is actually making big moves? Yeah. Now, let's, let's point out a few things. Tanya, how many times have you been just in your city of Lamarck? How many times have you been featured in the official? How many times have you been featured in the official Lamarck media, whether that be the newspaper or the, you know how each city has its own brochure? Eight. Eight. Y'all hear that? Yeah, that is that's clap words. And it's that's clap words because I'm, I'm attempting to show you something. Eight times in five, four years. And it ain't been four years. It's like three and three quarter years. And nobody wants to count year one in their business. I don't know a single person that wants to, you know, that first year didn't count. I, I was just, uh, <laughs> right? I, I don't know anybody. I was just trying to, you know, I, I want to restart, <laughs> right? You understand? Nobody wants to count their first year in business. Yeah, from August 2015 to the 16th when I retired, that really didn't count. No, because she couldn't but even it do did. it. Yes, yeah, yeah, it did. She could, it really was just start at January. That's when she was able yeah. to move full time. Now, mm-hmm. pay attention. How many times have you been featured in any official, and I mean official, like we don't, not, not, not some internet. I mean, official newspaper, official publication to where it costs money to get on there, but you have not had to pay approximately oh, four. four. Four? Okay, so four yeah. more. That's 12. Come on, you can clap. That's 12 publications. In three and a quarter years. Now, now, let's be honest. How many of y'all would like to have that for your own business? You know those free customers, And the, right? the city has all of our events and both of our faces tied to the city's calendar. They, Anytime okay. we post an event, it appears on the city's calendar. Y'all see that? So now, every time she posts an event, they got it cross post it, it goes on the official city event. Wow. Now, come on now. How many of you would, yes, that's real good. That's, I ain't even got that. I ain't even got that. To where the city says, listen, Antonio, if he's doing something, it's city stuff now. Do you understand the amount of permission you must have to be able to, the city must say, no matter what Tanya's doing, it is in our vision. Come on now, y'all got more hold on your own business. If she posts an event right now, you wouldn't let that event go to your Facebook page like that. Right? I was thinking about this for a second. By all means, she ain't got no problem. But she does. Right? (laughs) It sounds like, yes, I want that business, but she's got a major problem. And we talked about it yesterday. Before we get there, it seems as if she's doing her thing, and which she is. Yeah. So before we get there, she came to me last year, no, well, beginning of this year, and she said, Antonio, I'm tired of doing events to make money. Do you have a solution? Tanya, can you fill us in on that conversation? 
Yes. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> like I said, I, I've been volunteering all year. Um, and so I, I feel like I've put myself on. I've gotten enough uh, notoriety. People know who I am. And so now it's time that uh, Camp Rail Foundation should now be, benefit financially from all of the work that I've done this past year. And so we're trying to figure out ways to do that. And so um, Antonio and I have talked about some ways. And so, um, like, for instance, with our PNC Greenfield program, uh, where we partner with the daycares. Um, and so it's been my experience. We have two, three daycares that we work with. And so it's been my experience that those daycares are always looking for work. They're looking for full-time and they're looking for part-time people. And I know two of the daycares that we work with are having trouble getting those um, part-time people. So I um, talked to Antonio about that because I feel like that there's something um, that can that can benefit Kemper Foundation. I've been going to these daycares for the past three years uh, doing our theme book party. And so I asked uh, Antonio if he thought that was an opportunity for me to pitch our BCG Green Builders program so that the daycares would pay us, not as employees. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. You about to, you about to, you about to, you about to get in too much right now. All right. <laughs> y'all, y'all can handle it, but you're not going to catch the learning lessons here. Now, what she's saying is, Antonio, my money needs to come to me from now on. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I don't want to chase money no more. Money needs to come find my business. Can you set me up to where customers come find me? So we read, not me, Tempest redid her whole website. So everything is what we call conversion. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. And she calls it, what do you call it? Terrestrial. That's not brick and mortar. That's her brick and mortar. Her story, her website is her brick and mortar. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Tanya, do you have a building? No. Mm. Mm. Where's your current office at, Tanya? In my living room. Come on, y'all. And I have a storage room for my That should have been inspiring to somebody. I feel like, I, come on, man. This whole time, y'all thought, She's got to have all this stuff to get. No, but she does have it together. But she's no overhead. Well, very little overhead. She's she literally turns her living room into an office, and she's got the whole little section, and she's got like the den to where her storage is when she gets all right. the pulp po- and, and the more public library allows us to come in and have our. That's one of our community partners that actually launched us, introduced us to the city of the park. Right. Now, you said the, the public library allows you to come in and do what? Yeah. we can. I come in and I meet with um, uh, volunteers. I meet with uh, my juniorpreneurs there. We oh, have our meetings. That's your meeting space. All yes. right. The, the, the city of Lamarck, government building, 
allows her to use their building. The city of Mark Library allows her to use their meeting space as her meeting space. And our community rooms to host our day camp and our community service. All right. So we don't pay for anything. Well, okay. That's called barter and trade. Okay, scratch my back, I scratch yours. Good strategic relationship, alliance, partnership. Okay, good. Now, all that build up for me to say this one thing that I want all of you to catch it. Tanya, what did you tell me yesterday? What conversation were we having yesterday that you wanted to fix? Which one? I think we had two. Okay. Spotlight. Let's go with both of them. Okay. Well, it it was. it seems like every time I do something, somebody else does the same thing. I stop right there. Stop, so, stop, 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 stop. Need y'all to hear this. Need y'all to hear this. Because if you're a speaker, you got this problem. Because there's other speakers out there, ain't it? Mm-hmm. You're a nonprofit, you got this problem. Because there's other nonprofits out there, ain't it? Okay? Everyone has this problem she is facing, but it intensifies. This problem intensifies the more successful you get. It doesn't go away. It gets more fiercely competitive. Say it over again, Tanya. Yeah, I, it just seems like every time I do something now, it, it's just it's the same thing. Not that I'm bothered by it. Um, in, in the back of my mind, um, and according to my mentor, it's called transit. Uh, it's like waking up an area that was already asleep, and if you really look at it, I'm, I'm being successful with my mission and vision, which is to impact the social well-being of individuals, groups, neighborhoods, and organizations. So I realize I can't get mad at that. I need to just keep pressing on and setting the standard. Okay. Now let's 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 let let's call a spade a spade real quick before we get to the okay. second problem. <laughs> you mean they're trying to get into the spotlight? How? Because they just not trying to get into it. They're maneuvering their way through high officials, attempting to take your spot or take from your spot. Is this correct? Yes. Now, can you tell us? more details of what this feels like and looks like? Well, what it feels like is now you have um, people starting new organizations uh, doing similar things. And so... This is called the exact thing, because that's what's actually happening. (laughs) Come on, I know this is, right? You started humor (laughs) consultant. Not somebody else is doing laughing consultants, right? It is. <laughs> you don't know if two of our people actually have human consultants for 37 years. Not somebody else out there. right? They do the same thing, y'all. They do the same thing. Like, come on now. We know this here, right? Nobody was coaching and all that stuff in my area until I did it. You understand? They do the same thing. Okay. Keep going, Tanya, because I'm, 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 I'm Well, yeah, and so now they're trying to uh, – 
quote unquote get all of the organizations and Lamar together so we can come hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Re repeat yourself because your phone breaking up because the battery low. Okay. okay. I'm saying now um they're creating new organizations to bring all of the organizations in Lamar together so we can create this, that and other and get the kids and the community involved. All right, stop right there. Now, do you remember the second thing we talked about? I just forgot. You made me forget. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. See if you can remember it, but I'm going to say something real quick because someone okay. still isn't totally in this situation. Now, what, what I want all of you to do is clear your mind, take a deep breath, expel any calcified thinking you may have, or just jump into the situation. Because the town is 15. Let's, I, I may be wrong. Give me a second. Let's do this properly. One second. I'm thinking it's less than 15,000 after a few hurricanes, but I'm not sure yet. Hey, Netflix. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Let's see. Population of city of Lamarck, Texas. Let's see. 16,000. That's 2017. I'm not sure. Uh, well, anyway, I thought I was sharing my screen. But anyway, so y'all can't see it. Anyway, 16,077 people as of 2017. Since Lamarck is not that big, with babies being born, 16,078 people two years later. Now, I'm going to make this, I'm really specifically talking to my women. This really is not a male problem. I really want to talk to my women. And I, talking to all women, Tanya, can you hear me, Tanya? You still there? Oh, that phone died again. I'm talking to all women, 16,000 people. Tanya's black. It's rural town, so you can assume white. Okay? She has all this favor. Pay attention. White mayor. History-making mayor. He's the longest-sitting mayor in Lamarck history. She's black. I'm not making this about race, but pay attention. Put yourself in the plot. She's not just black. She's a woman. And other people are coming to take a spot that if she loses, she probably ain't going to never get back. Now, take race out of it for a second. Ain't that the plot of all women? I don't care if you're white or not, Republican or not. If a woman gets a position of glory and positivity and power, that woman better protect it because with the male-dominated, bureaucratic, male-chauvinistic society that we have created, if you lose it, you ain't never getting it back. You know, we're talking business. This is ATS Business University. And we must confront the real problems that women have in business. We're not going to lie about this now. I am fully aware that I have, as a black man, I have a, not more advantages, but I do have advantages that Susan, as a white woman, does not have. 
Now you're gonna have to accept that. You're gonna have to accept that America is the place where the black man got the right to vote before the white woman. I'm not making it about race, but we're we are gonna attack the monster head on. Is everyone receiving me? You ain't gotta receive what I'm saying. Just receive the fact that it's coming out of my mouth, and I'm brave enough to say it. Okay, you can disagree, but I, I don't have privilege. But there are some things that I can do that Susan would never be able to do. It's the truth. It is the truth. You understand? Know you mind if I push that further? I'm gonna push it real hard. I could be. I could run Les Brown's whole company. Susan, who's well able, won't have the opportunity before I would. Because she's a woman. It's nothing to do with no qualifications. And I never do with the fact she's been in business. If you read her own paper, she's more qualified than me. But I'm a guy. And to run a company in which the figure, which the celebrity is a man, well, that's a man's role, isn't it? That'll make sense to you? Okay. Women can't be president because they're too emotional. Have you ever heard that before? No, I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying we still ain't had no woman president. But a, but but we have had a black one. Once again, it just will transcend prejudice or racism for gender before we take care of a woman. Tanya has a real problem. If you came to anybody yesterday, Diana wanted to say something. Go ahead. I was going to say it's so programmed to where even I was saying I wouldn't vote for a female woman who was running for president because we're too emotional. That's just how wonderfully programmed that is when it comes to when it comes to that. No doubt. And with respect to the current president, it was women who voted him in. He won because of the woman vote. Okay. I need you to understand that. Won because of the woman vote. That is statistics. Man, that's straight statistics. With respect, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying what women stand for, it doesn't seem that said president stands for women's rights. And with all the laws being passed, kind of seems in the negative with that. Now, not to make the politics, but just to say that if you are a woman, I'm telling you, as not only am I black, I'm young. Not only am I young, I'm direct. Not only am I direct, I am rough around the edges. And you understand? And I still have advantages that Susan won't get. I just named four disqualifiers. And we are still going to create one job. And we're going to make Pam Norris, PJ, Michelle, and Susan apply for this one job. Then we're going to create, then we're going to create 3,000 jobs 
and let all the guys on this phone call apply for it. Do y'all get what I'm saying? I got Tanya back on the phone. Y'all get what I'm saying? Now, Tanya, I was breaking it down. Can can you hear me? Yes. I was explaining to them your real problem. Because you didn't say it yesterday, but I heard it. I was explaining to them that as a as I'm talking to the women, how women, you don't have the fair advantages. And the mere fact that in a white town, a woman is getting all these awards and free publicity. And now what they're doing is men. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. You already knew what it was. (laughs) Okay. And listen, they're not just going to get women. Now, I know if I've, I'm not even offensive, but if I haven't hit your driveway, they going to get the young, pretty ones, Jerome. I ain't lying. I'm telling you, am I lying? Am I lying? Uh, you there, Tanya? So? Anyway, but there you go. Can you hear me? Yes. What 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 age? What age are these? Uh, actually, are they going to get men? Uh, are there any men that they're spotlighting with your position? Uh, this new group that just started, yeah. Okay, good, good. New group just started, yeah. And <laughs> how many women versus men have they done? Just, just a, a specific ratio. None. I mean, I'm talking, okay. None. <laughs> okay. So it's been none. And, and, and let me take that back. Let me take that back. None, Chris. I mean, none, no, and none, Antonio. I was okay. going to say uh, Chris, but he doesn't count because he's on the board. So, but, oh, yeah, so he doesn't count. Because he's on yeah. the board. So there's no men, all women. Yes, Tanya? Yes. All right. Now, are these women 58 and retired? No. Give, give us give us the age, average age. I would probably say somewhere between 30, no, 28 to uh, 31, 32. Yeah, yeah, I need y'all. Come on now. I need somebody to be realistic out here and see what her real problem is. That I'm not saying nobody's trying to replace. I'm saying there's for for I'm gonna say this as respectable as possible. There are men actually let me let me say it. Tanya, are there women in charge? The women in, are the women in charge? Starting these programs, excuse me, going to pick these programs just like yours to do what you're doing in the same vicinity and backyard that you're doing it in? Is it men doing yes. this? No, is oh. it women in charge? Is it women in charge going to pick them or is it men in charge going to pick them? I think the women. You think the women. All right, that makes sense. And she has had a bit of a problem with the women, right? Or she, I yes. don't know that, but she has. Not because women are catty. No, no, no. That's not why. You got to trace the root of the problem. It's because the, she's getting a lot of prestige toward the fact that they're saying, you know, you should run for office. Is, is, that, is that not what they're telling you, Tony? Uh, you know what? You need to stop it. <laughs> it's time for her to retire. Not- One time. That's- time for you to retire. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Hey, I'm sorry. I couldn't hold that one in. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, right? So now they say yeah, it's all been that. a few mentions. It's been a few mentions. Now watch this here. Yeah. Now it's not this isn't a character issue. I mean, you got to we got to call a spade a spade, Michelle Graham. The issue is that these women understand if they lose their position, they'll never get it again. And it was far too hard to get it in the first place. They oh, had was. to, man, they had to have all the degrees checked, all the T's crossed, and never had said a curse word their whole life. Mm. Right? You, you, I'm serious. While me with and be slender and sexy, here I am with my beer gut coming in <laughs> with a wrinkled shirt. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> right? We're, 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 we're we, and we're, if I decide to wear wig, you understand? And we, we, I got the receded hairline, beer gut, but I need you to be a trophy wife. Now this business, we talking business, we talking business. I'm trying to show you her real problem, and I'm gonna tell you, uh, uh, there's a re- there's a reason, there's a how I overcame it. But anyway, go ahead, Michelle Grant. Let me hear you. I had just put in chat right before you said that that um, most women don't want to see other women win, so that is a major problem in business with women. All right, and she's right. She's right, but I'm not about to say that's a women issue. We created the culture in which if you let another woman win, you lost your income, your livelihood, your everything. Men did that. And not to mention a black woman. Okay, and so that I, exactly. So now when we bring in, but and I'm going to tell you, this Mm, y'all not feel like this. Now this this is going to be too far, but I'm telling you from my experience. You know what the equivalent of being a black woman is? A Republican wife. I know you never put that together, but I'm telling you right now. If you are a Republican and a wife, as far as business goes, you might as well have the same stipulations on you as a black woman. In a lot oh, of Republican cases. Black? Oh, yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah. And let me, let me tell you why. Because as a Republican white wife, you have standards that you must meet. And if you break those standards, your punishment is severe. It is. Because you can't embarrass your husband or the name or such and such or such and such. I'm, t- I'm dead serious. Yeah. Y'all, I'm in boards with these people. You, you understand? Like, I make money with these people. I'm telling you from experience that it is really, it has to be hard to be the trophy wife of a successful white man and you're that white woman. I'm not telling you that, you know, you don't have your advantages and stuff. I'm, I'm not here to argue that. I'm just, I'm here to argue. And it is hard being a woman, period, in business, and white women are not excluded from said difficulty. Oh, I remember what my other problem was. Okay. I feel like um, 
it's my perception that the more do you have any white people on this phone? Yes, plenty. I, I have the Dave Chappelle. I don't want. I don't want it to. Girl, you better I say it. I am Antonio T. Smith. No, no, you, I, you know I, what I'm saying. This is my perception because my uh, community didn't receive me and support me, and now I have uh, uh, another community that's receiving me and supporting me. I feel like I'm being separated. You are. From my own community, my own black community. You are. So that's the way it works. That's the way it works. That's another thing in business. This is real good. uh, The other community is the white community. Okay, let's not, right? Let's, right? Let's come on out, right? Right. Let's be real here. All right. Now, but the black community did not support her. And so the white community said, here's a winner, right? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, black folks, oh, man, tell you, I believe in you the whole time. But that's not what that happened. That's just what said. That's not what happened. Right. Her real problem, y'all, is she is at, she's vulnerable to be replaced in all the hard work she's done by younger people of the same color or younger of different races, which those are two different things, two different arguments, two different problems, two different things, all because she's winning. Listen, she creates a standard. Keep listening. She made this. She, I want to say this with, without disrespecting leadership because Lamarck has fantastic leadership. She brought in a, she personal branded the city of Lamarck. She helped. You know how she helped? Because the, she's their connection to the household. She humanized the vision of the fantastic Mary Lamar. You get it? Actually, Colleen is a statue for Barbara Campbell Foundation. She is the one. That's she right. Public relations specialist. Of Lamar. Of Lamar, of Lamar, and she references all of her, her press release with Lamar nonprofit organization. There you go. Now, to be clear, Lamar is doing a fantastic job yes. with Tanya and everyone else that they're bringing, right? You understand? We're talking about the vulnerability as a woman in business. Right. That now as a nonprofit, I'm sharing his faith. And as my character of Tanya Griffin, I don't mind sharing. I hope everybody wins. But Antonio, what do I do now to make sure that my righteousness doesn't put me in poverty? If, if I ain't never said nothing, this is real deal business. You can't Google this, y'all. You cannot Google the solutions to what we're talking about. Go ahead, Chris. Y'all hear me? Yes, sir. All right, I'm glad we're on the subject because it's very sensitive, and I'm trying to see, like, a nice way to put it because, you know, this is, like, the stereotypes that we all face, no matter what race and things that much more. But it feels like um, when you're trying to obtain a certain level of success, there's always, like, a gatekeeper, like, holding you before you get through the door. 
and you have to get their like permission or validation before you're accepted and in. And then at sure. that point, it's like, okay, I'm in, everything is good, but I don't want to aggravate or make the gatekeeper mad because if I do, I get not only shut down and kicked out, we're probably in a worse situation than I even started. Yeah, and it should be that way, though. Now, this is my capitalist coming out, okay? It should be that way. You should have to not offend the gatekeeper because, for one, you need to learn how to act. <laughs> Two, I'm not going to be recommending you and you for to fail some drug test. Come on now. And I'm not in the habit of recommending people who are going to embarrass me. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> because I don't plan on dying tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I plan on being here another 70 years. So I'm not going to let you mess up the next 70 years of our life. You understand what I'm saying? So it should be that way, right? Is that fair? It literally should be that way. That is not wrong. But now, at the heart of what Chris is saying, at the heart of Tanya's problem, is how do you not be vulnerable to that as a business? Because I'm telling you, quote me, say it, I'm telling you directly that as a black man, I have some advantages that a white woman's privilege can't even surpass. It's the truth. It's why they fight affirmative action so much. That's why immigration is such a big deal. It's it's why they're lighting tiki torches and saying, this is real stuff. And all of this comes back to you if you're an entrepreneur. Tanya's problem is, Antonio, I have successed my way to vulnerability. Yo, I just, yes, I have successed my way to vulnerability. Ice Buddy is there. Humor Consultants is there. I've got so much success, I am now vulnerable. If I don't make a change, I may get caught up. This is... If you're listening to this lesson, this is way more than the game has changed, the internet has changed everything. It is, internet has changed everything. I don't know how to adapt to what's going on. Plus, my major problem is, I done got so successful that my bar is so high, I can't grow no more. Yes. Yes. Before you say something, Deanna, Amazon constantly faces this problem but never gets caught up because Jeff Bezos is a fantastic CEO. Amazon has grown 30% last year. That makes no sense. It's the number one company in the world is still growing like a small company. That makes no sense. 98% of my audience today did not know me last year because I'm still small enough for that to happen. Is everybody receiving that? Amazon is not small enough for that to happen. 
and they still do it every year. Because Jeff Bezos is one heck of an entrepreneur leader. He really is. I had to break down how he does that in another class. Deanna, ask your question real quick. Because now, after she asked her question, I'm going to bring back Tanya, and I'm going to give you the solution. The whole reason why. I wanted the solution. That's what you want. <laughs> go, go ahead, Grace. Can you give me an example of you're so successful that you're vulnerable? I'll let Tanya do it. Tanya, tell me all the ways your success have made you vulnerable. Um, well, like I said, um, uh, uh, losing the support of, of, uh, the community, uh, that I live in, um, the other vulnerability is people seeing me, uh, and not wanting to support, I mean, seeing the things that I'm accomplishing and not wanting to, uh, support, I mean, and saying that they want to support, they want to come join. Um, I, I, I'm always vulnerable to that because people think because they're my friends or whatnot that, you know what I'm saying, that they I feel do. like uh, just saying that you're doing good or I want to come and help and don't, it's like they, um, they're kind of standoffish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. white. 
Ah, see how gender takes over? Get it? A major part of the wealth gap is that gender bias that we have. Why why iPhone stays home for a year, Antonio gets to build relationships. So by the time that iPhone goes back to work, I have a significant advantage over her. She can never catch up with my income because I built a relationship. And in the back of my relationship's mind, if we ever have another baby, that's another gap in which we got to leave iPhone again. If the kids, I'm just, I'm just, if you, if I was offensive, let's just point out the fact. If the kids get sick, me and iPhone is at work. Who's expected to go home and check on the kids? And she's white. So do you see how gender, when it comes to business? can supersede white privilege, or if you don't believe in white privilege, privilege, right? It doesn't matter. You understand? This is why I argued earlier that a Republican wife has it pretty hard. This is what it is. Now, Tanya, I'm at your mic, Tanya. She asked me okay. what I need to do. Now, Tanya, I told you something. Do you remember what I told you? No. <laughs> when you posted about it, and you posted a cryptic message about it and said, "I did." Okay, there you go. Oh, you said it's time for content. That's the one thing that I have been fighting my four years because you know I I'm, I love to be behind the scenes person, and so this is my year of of content. Content, y'all hear? Yeah. Now. Let's see if we can see see my screen. Well, no, no, no. I want to show them something. Look at all her content, y'all. You can't see it, Tanya, but I'm on your page and the videos. And she posts often, doesn't she? I mean, that's a video from July 11th. This is, let me move this thing here. I mean, this, I mean, she's gone. She's posting. She's posting. She's posting. She's posting. And if we go to her post, she has plenty of content on the page, huh? And I, th- so this is a post. She shares content. This is the radio station in Lamarck that is most popular radio station. Look, pictures, 17 hours ago. So that's three hours apart, ain't it? That's a post three hours apart. And then another post a couple days, she tagged me. And then, I mean, that's me. That's my famous wall, right? And then another post, another post. This is the stuff she's done. This is Laundry Day with Connie. Can y'all see how she posts? Look, she's posting people in her, her ministry. Well, not ministry, but what she does, okay? She posts, doesn't she? It's fair to say that she posts. Let's see her shop tab real quick. See how, and she even got stuff for sale. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You can clap for that, right? Let's see if her about section is up. Okay, well, my computer's running slow. Point is, she's posting, isn't she? All right. So it's not lack of content. Y'all, if you're ready for the solution, I built up to it for this. I had to get you to receive all her success. Now, 
if you're not as successful as Tanya, you got to do this twice as fast as Tanya. Do you understand? Because you got to get to this point to have this particular problem, but you still have this problem with yet. You just don't have it on the level of where she is. You get it? I said, Tanya, what kind of content do you need to produce? Do you remember, Tanya? The content uh, needs to, re- to tell the story about uh, the things that we just- I told you, come to my office and do what? Phone is that? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Hold on one second. No, no problem. No problem. My phone's probably ringing. I told her, come to my office. I said, your content's fantastic. Tanya, if you don't want to be vulnerable, if you don't want to be replaced, the market doesn't care, Tanya. But the market only knows your perfection. Right. Right? That's what I told her. And you so perfect that you're not relatable. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Y'all hear what I told I said, go get the people and you'll never be replaceable. Mm-hmm. Y'all, this is, this is like one of the best classes this year. And I said, Tanya, it's time to show yourself building. Come from behind the scenes. How many of y'all, y'all heard her say it, right? How many of y'all have told me the same thing? I'm behind the scenes, you know what I mean, man? <laughs> I wish I, wish I had an Adonia in the building. She just texted me that yesterday, right? Literally. You know, I'm behind the scenes, you know, you know me, right? I'm behind the scenes. The I don't do this. Until you get vulnerable. Exactly. She has the allegiance of the government, not the allegiance of the people. Mm. Y'all hear what I just said? Now, what she needs to do, I told her, you need to start two shows. One, I'll give you the first one. I say you need to start a vlog to where you're just building and letting people see behind the scenes what you're doing, just building, asking me questions. And I told her, and asking other people like me questions so people can see that even though you're perfect, you still learn. And I said this, and I quote, which means you earned that perfection. It wasn't gifted to you with talent. And then I told her, you seen me with Les Brown, you just saw E.T., Eric Thomas was on with me, I ain't say I ain't say too much. He just pouring into me. He's pouring in. I ain't say too much. I ain't had time to talk. Yeah, but I'm gonna talk so. You every time. I might be rough around the edges, but I ain't no fool. Right now, now we not gonna equate the two together. Rough around the edges means I'm just direct, alpha male. He just gonna do what he wanna do. That's him. But stupid, I am not. Yes, sir. You are greater. Please talk. <laughs> Pour into me. And how many inboxes do you think I got that say, yo, I respect that, bro? I promise you my inboxes blew up. Hey, Antonio, that was real. 
That was nice, man. I'm real proud of you. You know how many I'm real proud of you's I got? I ain't said nothing. I shut my mouth and listen. But people needed to see me still in a position as a student and not the teacher. I had to change the narrative. I'm always teaching. Our content is me teaching. Now they need to see me learning. Are you humble enough to learn? I'm saying something, y'all. I know I am. And I said, Tanya, you need to get with me and other people like me and ask questions, do interviews, whatever you got to do, and show the people you learning. Make them fall in love with you because you ain't scared to learn. That's what I told them. And that, did I tell you that, Tanya? Yep, you sure did. Now, that's the first one. I let her come up with the second one. I said, now you need another one. You need another right. show. And I said, what can you do often? And what did you say? My granddaughter is going to start her a YouTube channel. She already has her own business is called Tamborell's Corner. It's a lemonade stand. Um, and so now she's going to start reading books um, every Wednesday. Y'all see that? That's the that, will post, that will post on our foundation page because that's promoting reading literacy. That's giving her an opportunity uh, to uh, brand Tamborell uh, Foundation. Uh, gives her an opportunity to participate, um, and so that is content for our Green Boosters program, content for our foundation, and then content for her own business. Y'all see that? Yeah. Now, thank you very much, Tiny. Before you go, hold on, before you go, did everyone receive? Grace, what was what was that? I want you to mute your mic. Unmute your mic real quick and read us what you read us at the beginning. Because there's a reason why I did this. It says, "Go back to Luke two. Content is about content. Hold on. Why can't I find this? Here we go. You should have a paper trail of your greatness on the internet." Content is money. You can simulate money by using other people's content tap into others' resources. The whole class was about that. That one statement, content is money, but you need a paper trail of your greatness, not your perfection, your greatness. Do you allow me to see the boring moments? One of the best things TJ ever did was take my advice against her logic and get out there in that hot sun, pass not the fly, when the hair wasn't straight. (laughs) (laughs) And the sweat (laughs) was more than the makeup. And to this day, it made her likable, relatable, one of our most popular videos. It's true. And y'all know PJ is 
well put together at all times. Mm-hmm. You understand? TJ ain't did nothing by accident. She ain't made a mistake since 72. <laughs> you get it? But she went on there and showed, hey, this is me working hard. And she sold tickets from that. She got donations from us, right? Other people brought tickets. It's about 15 people wouldn't have been at her event if it wasn't for that video. Because she showed her greatness. Her greatness at that time was I'm willing to beat these streets like a young person for my dreams. Do more of that, she'll get more customers. Tanya, why don't you give us a word of advice? You have worked with me. Tanya has worked with me one-on-one way before your Cambrail because you was, how long have you worked with me one-on-one? Out of building you, building your stocks. Because I started uh, building her stocks for the time. I joined church for 2012. <laughs> 2012. 2012. When she yeah. was, when she, she came, when you was ready to, before you told people you was going to retire, who did you tell you was going to retire? You. And what did you ask me to do? Get me there. Get me out of, <laughs> get me, get me ready for retirement. Get me ready for retirement. And what we did, we, we started her investing in stocks. It's very. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend this for everybody. She had a lot of money coming in. Okay, I wouldn't recommend this for everybody. And what we did is we created a retirement account that she can pull from when she retired, only when she needed to. And Tanya, have you ever pulled from it? No. Nope. Nope. Never. Never pulled from it. She hasn't needed to yet. Nope. And how long have you been putting money in that account? Um, probably, I think 2016, right when I started, uh, the foundation. Okay, yep, yep. 2016, August, 2015. 2015, yeah. Watch this, y'all. And how much do you put in there each time and at what frequency? Uh, when I was working, it was, uh, I was putting 100 in every two weeks, but now that I retire, I put two in every month. All right. Same amount. She's just doing it in the frequency she can handle. Right? Now, check this out, y'all. That's been compounding. That whole time. And one day, when the transmission go out, on her call <laughs> 90 years from now, right? You won't have to... <laughs> Whichever one, when the retirement ends, because we... Yeah. Me and Tanya calculated together when her retire. Did you ever verify when your retirement is going to end? Because I, 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 I haven't. I haven't verified. Okay. But I gave her, uh, I told her, I said, hey, literally, I literally do this, y'all. I said, hey, tell me how much you made. Boom. Tell me how much you get. Uh-huh. And I went on my little calculator and I said, you got this time, much time left. So what we need to do is make sure the Cambrell Foundation Yep. It's kicking you the same equivalent that your retirement check does. Right. Okay. I'm telling you this for a reason. I'm about to have her give y'all some advice. Okay. So we're on a path now of having the having her foundation become her new retirement. 
and she's not supposed to stop giving to that just in case retirement. No. <laughs> Tanya, do you pull from any other account to pay anything Cambrell now? No. I stopped okay. that last year. I stopped right, using my own money to support Cambrell Foundation. I've been I've been trying to push this point, y'all, for a long time. Tanya, how often before last year did you touch your money to fund your business? Uh, every month. Okay. <laughs> y'all hear that? Every, every month. month. And then you said you got tired of it. And what I told you I we did. need to do I, no I, more. My accountant told me that I, I, at some point it was okay when I retired. My retirement get started. But the goal is to uh, uh, wean yourself off of that process. And so I made a commitment uh, to stop doing that. And so I, I've been being blessed. We got a, a, a grant um, this past year, our first grant ever. Um, we got um, two checks from two organizations in the community, and the city of Lamar is going to give us a $3,000 grant. That's right. That's right. She gets that this month so or next month. Once I, once I stopped putting my money in, um, it was like I was blocking my own blessings and not um, um, trusting that Camberwell Foundation could sustain itself. That was that was what Antonio and I talked about. So and and my tax person. So now Camberwell Foundation is sustaining itself. Sustaining itself. And now three more things. I'm putting it on the path to sustain her retirement. I don't want to just sustain herself. I mean, itself. Right. I wanted to sustain her because she ain't going to be no Walmart reader. You understand? That's not going to happen. Two more things. Tanya, if you spend your personal money on the Cambrell Foundation, how many people are going to be upset? <laughs> Besides doing my tech person, my, my, uh, my grandson. Okay, you understand? Because her, her grandchildren want her I, money. That's what I, that is. Because I'm not, uh, I, my goal is to be strong and that effort. And if something that we're trying to do, we don't have funding for it, then I either get, we'll have to get the support of the community to do donations or it just won't happen. All right. Outstanding. Last thing. Last thing, and then I'm going to have you give us some words of advice or encouragement or whatever. Here recently and unrecently and latter recently, post-recently and pre-recently, all recently, we've dealt with some folks we don't need to be dealing with. Yes? Correct. What have I told you to do? You, you what, mean what was our action? If they were negative, if they stopped money, if they messed up the brand, if they was wasting time, what did I tell you to do with these people? Oh, uh, I, I needed to make sure that however I left them, it wasn't in a negative state so that it wouldn't reflect badly on us, but to quickly distance myself. Quit, yeah, I hear that? 
keep your brand, but quickly distance yourself. The way I say that is fire those customers. Y'all going to start receiving that. I fire customers consistently because some customers, they don't do well in your energy. No. Y'all got to remember, all of y'all listening to me right now and all these squares on my screen, there are hundreds of, y'all had no idea Tanya existed. You had no idea that she done took many of these classes and seen y'all. So you think I'm going to let it easy to get on this video? Nah. If you cry, you can't get here. And if you ain't got no good questions, you can't get here. You understand? Tanya, thank you for yes. giving us two hours of your time. We definitely do appreciate you. Yes. Now, my for-profit people know that everything she said applies for for-profit. But this is, a, this is a good time we actually got to show a non-profit being profitable. And there were some people who really needed to see that. Tanya, in any way you want to, it could be educational, transformational, or informative, you have the last word. The only thing that I can say is uh, I'm always uh, reassessing everything that we are doing, um, either to minimize time, to minimize cost, so that um, you're not overdoing it or draining yourself um, and always thinking of ways uh, to get anything done without stress and less labor. That's all I have. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. Love you more, Phil. We'll see you tonight. Let's Let's Talk Tuesday and the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. We'll see you tonight for that. Expect Phil and Susan's plans next Monday and the other classes, the hurricane through all that offer, but expect all of that. The drone got his book. Good. So expect all of that to be official dates and times, Zoom call information you will get this week. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Bye-bye.